do this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. <clears throat> All right, let me move this around here just for a second. Get myself situated in here. <laughs> I like how we're like, let's do this. All right. All right, let me get this situated here. <laughs> like we haven't been talking for the last hour. Oh my God. All right. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Blair. And I'm Kirsten. And we are Mediocre Mediocre Content. content. Why did you say it like that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's great. What a great intro. I think so. (laughs) So we're watching The Voice because Niall's one of the coaches. Indeed. And... You know, so like the coaches on The Voice this season are um, Kelly Clarkson, Chance the Rapper, Niall. Chance the Rapper. I know. No, I'm he's not good though. Name in forever. <laughs> I know. He's good. And then it's also Blake Shelton, right? And this is Blake Shelton's last season. I love how the excitement was here for the first half. And then you said, oh, and then Blake Shelton. <laughs> I don't. He's not my fave. But he does, he's, him and Niall have a very, like, in funny relationship. They both mm. sit next to each other and they, like, oh. rag on each other the whole time. Interesting. And it's so funny. And he, of course, says <laughs> Niall's name, like, now. Oh, my God, Blair. And it's the Let best. it go. <laughs> Let it, it go. the best. I can't pronounce stuff. No, but he says it that way too. And it's so funny. It's now. (laughs) It's now. You know. He's like, you need to pick me. I I don't be on now's team. He doesn't care about you. (laughs) I feel that so deep in my chest. (laughs) It's the best. It's truly amazing. Oh my gosh. I love, I feel very validated. It's not the person I wanted to be validated by, but I'll take it. Yeah, I think that's it's reasonable. He broke Miranda's heart, and I'll always hate him for it, just a little bit. Uh huh. Same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom thinks that uh, my mom thinks that Miranda broke his heart, and she cheated on him. And I'm like, ma'am, where are you getting your information from? Because you are wrong. Sorry. First of all, Blake Shelton and Jason Aldean can go get bent at this point because they. That's right. Are you kidding me? Uh. I have stopped listening to both of them. And then when I found out Blake was going out with Gwen, I was like, get out of here. Vomit. Leave. Oof. Oh, bro. It reminds me when Zane and Perry broke up. I cried then, too. I know. (laughs) (sighs) I'm so invested. I don't even know these people. I know. What a waste of time. These parasocial relationships really got me in a chokehold, man. Mm, talk about anxiety. Mm. We're going right into the disclaimer now. Um, so just so you guys know, as always, we are not experts on anything. If you come here to get any kind of advice, we are not the place to do that. Please don't. Um, today we're talking about Mother Nature. Should be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we encourage you to do your own research. So. Especially yes. if you disagree or, you know, feel like we said something wrong. And then just mm-hmm. let us know. You know, we probably it, did. Sneak <laughs> into our DMs and be like, hey, <laughs> you guys, this is wrong. You need to fix it. 
and get we out of my DMs. <laughs> and we will. It'll be great. Uh, but you so, have good news, hopefully. I do. I have okay. wonderful good news for everyone. And this is this is fabulous news from a healthcare perspective, in my opinion. I heard about this and I am so excited that you're talking I, about it. Oh, uh, it's the best. <laughs> it's so the best. Okay, go, okay. go, go, go. I'm ready. So I'm ready. infamous insulin company, <laughs> Eli Lilly is capping out-of-pocket cost of insulin at $35. That's right. Oh For the same God. price as a Chipotle <laughs> bowl, you can get your insulin. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best comparison for this <laughs> situation. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's very true, though. <laughs> it's actually quite accurate. It's, it's, it, and to be clear, it's a Chipotle bowl with extra guac. It's not regular <laughs> Chipotle guac. Okay, moving right on. <laughs> Experts say this could prompt other insulin makers to do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Before this, the U.S. cost of insulin was almost $100 a vial. It's just insane. And that is more than any other country currently. For something that people literally need to live. Correct. Again, Correct. just stating. The price cap applies to people with private insurance, but it can also apply to people without insurance if they sign up for the Eli Lilly copay assistance program. So oh. y'all know who you are with okay. no insurance, but you can still get your cheap <laughs> insulin. Okay. You know who you is. <laughs> Three uh. to 10 people with diabetes who rely on insulin use a product from Eli Lilly. Nice. Eli Lilly chose to make this change after their stock prices dropped mm. significantly after a false Twitter account claimed mm. that they made insulin free. You know, I kind of feel like that was um, purposeful karma. and karma. Yeah. And to say that, yeah. like, oh, well, I guess we could do something about that. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. And some would say, Blair, how did anyone interpret this Twitter account mm -hmm, as the mm -hmm. real Eli Lilly. And I will tell you that this is when um, our friend and uh, infamous Tesla owner, uh, Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk, dummy, uh, Sorry, I'm not decided a he was the sole um, person to be running Twitter. And he decided that everyone gets a check mark or everyone can get a check mark mm -hmm. if you pay like what was it like 15 bucks or something yeah, yeah. and so somebody <clears throat> made a fake but looking real Eli Lilly account by buying a check mark and that's how this all happened and for reference listener if you're not on Twitter the check mark means that you are a verified user which apparently means you can just pay your way in <laughs> to be yeah. verified and legitimate know. I think they stopped doing it, but there was a yeah. time there where oh, everyone yeah. was getting a check mark just be for fun, you know, for kind fun. of like roasting yes. Elon, Elon Musk at yeah. the time. But this was a really fun <laughs> way great. in which they were able to affect real change, which is fabulous. You've made me think about this, though. I didn't think about this when I originally saw this announcement. Um, but going back, I don't remember what episode it was, but we discussed um, Mark Cuban's company, the yes. pharmaceutical. Yeah. I wonder if now he may have better access to insulin options for his people now, because I remember he was saying that they didn't have that yet. Like they mm -hmm. weren't like able to offer that yet. But maybe if Eli Lilly can do this, maybe his company may have a way in to maybe offer 
additional discounts or even offer insulin for his program? I would say this probably opened the door I hope um, so. to kind of help at least negotiate those prices. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? I'm so hopeful. I was, but that would definitely really be thinking. something to keep, keep yeah. an eye on for sure. I'm so. waiting for the next article to drop. <laughs> That's right. We'll keep an eye on it. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it first. So Mark, if you're going to use it, you have to subsidize me. <laughs> Mediocre content action news. reporting. <laughs> no, all I really want is like, a, you know, a house, a couple cows. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Cows. Some chickens. I want a farmstead, please, Mark. <laughs> All right. Best of my farm. Now that we know what's on Kirsten's wish list. (laughs) Um, So birth control is free in British Columbia, Canada. Just go ahead and mic drop that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lots of medical. So what is covered? You can Mm -hmm. get oral contraceptive pills. Um, You can get subdermal under the skin injections and implants you can get copper and hormonal intrauterine devices also known as iud's Mm -hmm. and you can get plan b also known as the morning after pill which makes the most sense to me to have for free also for free so the thing that is not covered by this (laughs) is condoms (laughs) the irony is rich my friends um (laughs) so yeah. Wow. And so Canadians will be <clears throat> able to get a prescription for all the things that I just mentioned uh, straight from the pharmacist. They will not have to go to the doctor if they don't want to. I think you have to do like an initial checkup. But once they've cleared you, mm-hmm. you can the pharmacists will have the power to be able to write a prescription. This is what makes me nervous about that. If okay. I may be transparent. Sure. So the only thing that would make me nervous is they say, oh, this is free, but you have to get a checkup first. And so my concern would be how often is this being approved for the average person to take advantage of? You know what I mean? So I would have, it didn't have any specific rules that I saw. I I don't even know. I think you would, it would make sense to me that you would have to get a yearly checkup, but there were no stipulations that said specifically that you had to have a yearly checkup. Okay. Okay. I mean, you should, if you're getting something that's inserted, but I just meant like, to be approved to have this stuff for free. The cool part, the main part that they mentioned was that mm-hmm. the pharmacists can write prescriptions for it. So if you go right. into the pharmacy and you say, hey, I need birth control, they can be mm-hmm. like, great, here you go. Okay. Okay. Cool, it cool, doesn't cool, cool. have, you don't have to have proof of like a gyno visit or anything like that. Now, the other thing I'm wondering, you probably, realistically, I imagine people who are taking advantage of this would be going to the doctor just to make sure it's the right dosage, the right type that fits their body needs and their body function. So I would pray that that's the case, but this is a massive win Mm -hmm. for for Canada, in my opinion. So the province said it's offering free contraception to make sure that money isn't a barrier for women, transgender, and non-binary people to make choices about their own sexual and reproductive health. Except for condoms. Right. But like, <laughs> let's be honest, right. you can get those for free at Planned Parenthood. Like Very it's true. not, it's, it's not true. that serious. You guys <laughs> <laughs> just go grab a pack. <laughs> right. Um. So I think, hmm. I think people like, cause in Canada they have mm-hmm. different, 
you can still get a checkup and everything for free there, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So I think they just want to make sure that everyone is getting what they need. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily like, oh yeah, we're just going to be starting to give out like free IUDs all of a sudden, (laughs) like all over the place. But I think they're just trying it in British Columbia to make sure like, you know, Mm -hmm. like the statement said, just to make sure everyone has what they need, you know? That's really what it comes down to, you know? Yeah. Hmm. So that's good news. Yes. Good news. Deep concept for even outside of birth control. <laughs> but yeah. we'll start with, we'll start there. <laughs> I mean, good start. Just some basic human rights is all I want <laughs> in life. That's it. And speaking of mothers, <laughs> just going to do my Yikes. infamous terrible segue. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, nature's a mom. That's where I was going with that. <laughs> it wasn't that great. Mom. It wasn't very good. I'll admit. I tried my best. Terrible Na- segues. <laughs> and speaking of birth control, <laughs> nature's a mom. <laughs> oh God, I'm so good at it. Okay, <laughs> comfy, cozy. Go take it away, Kirsten. I don't I, know where you're going with this. But take it away. I'm going straight to the earth. Uh, all right. So my, (laughs) to continue the women's history month, I've decided on another obscure, uh, uh, topic for women. However, I can't really say I decided I have to give credit where credit is due. So I will, um, you'll be delighted to know that this episode is courtesy of a man. Is brought to you by. Yeah. <laughs> is brought to you by Tyler, my husband. <laughs> he is such a genius. We were discussing obscure options for Women's History Month because that's my shtick this month. And this lovely yeah, man. Yeah, she couldn't pick real people. No I couldn't. That's no fun. Uh, Bees was the first one. So I was starting off strong. So I was discussing this with him because I was like, I really just want to pick something that's meaningful. And he just comes right out and he's like, what about Mother Earth? What about Mother Nature? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the man was using his whole brain. His whole it was beautiful whole thing. brain. I love that. I think wonderful. it's a great option. Um, it is very obscure. And so a lot of this stuff is very obscure. <laughs> And has a lot of multiple meanings. There's a lot of different things out there um, religiously and otherwise that uh, connect to this topic. So again, as our disclaimers iterate over and over again, we are not experts. This is just a baseline. This is nothing to write home about, but it just gives us something fun to talk about and something different for Women's History Month. So we love, we love the obscurity of it all. It's going to be great. (laughs) All right. So why don't we start with the definition? Shall we? We shall. Uh, Mother nature uh, is defined as nature personified as a woman considered as the source and guiding force of creation. Isn't that beautiful? That's lovely. Um, As we discussed, there are tons of interpretations of mother earth and mother nature. I found that both of those terms in this research were very interchangeable. There doesn't really Mm -hmm. seem to be like a huge difference. It's just whatever Mm -hmm. they decide to use for their article. I'm Um, already getting like big Moana energy with like Tefiti, the like Mm. mountain and everything. So this is exciting. Through this whole research process, that is the only image 
that came to mind, which mm-hmm. is such a weird thing because it's such a new movie. And it's weird that my mind is like, no, 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 this is the real one. <laughs> Moana, Moana is great. And just can it I take great. on a side, yeah, please. side yeah, tangent yeah, yeah. really quick? Side tangent. So I was on TikTok the other day and I realized mm-hmm. that, um, <clears throat> so in the beginning sequence of Moana, it's mm-hmm. Moana as like a toddler out by the ocean. And there's like a little turtle on the beach mm-hmm. and the turtle is um like having trouble making it to the water and so baby moana waddles up to the turtle <laughs> and you know picks it up and like puts it in the water that turtle later becomes crush from finding nemo oh my god and <laughs> the you universe can confirm this because there i think it's at uh disneyland in california there's like a interactive like crush Mm -hmm. ride where you can like ask him questions and stuff Mm -hmm. and people have been asking him the question are you the turtle from moana and he's like yeah oh that's so i didn't know that that awesome that is so cute crush is literally the only driving force in finding nemo (laughs) just kidding (laughs) you don't like finding nemo I do like Finding Nemo. I just said oh, Crush okay. carried it on his back. <laughs> Crush I, carried that movie. I highly disagree. I think <laughs> if anyone carried that movie, it was Dory. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was the jellyfish sequence. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, another topic. Ge- yeah. <laughs> another right, topic right, for another right, time. Right. Sorry. Okay, moving. We're going back. We're going. That back. is very cute, though. Um, but that is the image that I get when I've been looking into this. Um, yes. Ironically, there's no, uh, I'm not talking about any Polynesian version of Mother Nature in this one, which is really sad. I feel like there wasn't a lot to go on, honestly. It's all mythological in this sense. Um, but I did find two very distinct origins that were discussed. One of them is the Norse goddess, and the other one is the Greek goddess version of these. Uh, And both of these are tied to each other and pretty much every other version there is out there for different cultures and religions. So we're going to talk about the Norse origin first, and my mouth does not want to form Norse (laughs) very well. We're going to spell it for you. N-O-R-S-E. That is what she's trying to say through this whole episode, just as a disclaimer. The thing is, it wants to go North Goddess, which is just sad. Sounds like you have a list. You know, after trying to research this, I feel like I do. Um, Okay, so as with other natural phenomena, which I always want to go phenomena. Phenomena. The earth has been personified as a deity, most often a mother goddess deity. Um, In fact, the English word earth does come from the Norse earth goddess, Yurt, which if you're curious, Kirsten, is that spelled with a Y? I would say no, it is spelled (laughs) with a J. It is J-O-R-D, but it's pronounced Yurt. (laughs) And I think I nailed it. (laughs) Jord. <laughs> that's literally before this i've had to put this in because i was literally like yes the norse goddess jord <laughs> which is not right and i feel terrible about it so anyway god okay it's right. yurt however 
There are also two different versions of this name, which I am not going to attempt to pronounce. Just know that there's two other versions. Okay. Okay. Um, so in Norse mythology, uh, a giantess uh, is the mother of the deity Thor, and that is you. Yeah. I know what Thor is. I know. That's exactly. Um, the sad part is that similar to Zeus in Greek mythology, um, Odin in Norse mythology is also sleeping around. Um, mm-hmm. And Yurt is supposedly the mistress of Odin. Um, ah. Full context, Odin's wife is technically Frigg. So there's that. Who is, um, who is Frigg? I forget exactly what goddess she represents. Okay. Um, but, but she's she, like the Hera. Uh, of, correct. Of, of Zeus. Norse mythology. Uh, correct. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Exactly like that. Um, in the late pre-Christian era, Yurt was believed to have had a husband of the same name. And in this way, they're perhaps kind of transforming her into a masculine personality. So apparently it could go both ways. Not 100% on that. That's what she said. Anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're starting this episode so strong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it, though. It's great. I'm just here making chaos. Okay. It's fine. Um, her name is connected with that of a Lithuanian thunder god, Perkin. And both Perkin and Yurth are thought to be related to Old High German Forha, which means oak. And the Latin Kirkus, which also means oak. So I guess stability, life, tree of life kind of, sure. you know what I mean? Like, yes, kind of what it's connected to. Got it. Okay. All right. So as I said previously, Yurth in the lore is considered Jotun, one of the elder races of giants. She's also counted among the Eisner, which is the major goddesses of Asgard, which is where Thor and Odin and Frigg are from. Yes, um, we know this because we've, the all seen, we've all seen the Marvel movies that include Chris Hemsworth as Thor. So Not because we we've it. done individual interesting research. No. <laughs> we just watched the Marvel movies. That's right. We're like, that'll do. Um, but she's looked on as a benevolent deity who receives veneration in modern North pagan practice. So it's she's still celebrated today. There's, you know, a good point to make in here. Nice. One of her distinguishing traits uh, for this lore is that they don't tend to care for and are often hostile towards humankind, but they're also the ones that watch over them and maintain, like, watch over the humans. So it's kind of weird. They're like, I don't like you, but I will keep my eyes on you. (laughs) So that gives me, just to put it in some, like, perspective that might be more familiar to others Mm -hmm. that gives me very old testament god vibes correct exactly um that is very much what it's like and we'll see old testament god will flood the earth (laughs) but then it's fine yeah because noah has the ark so it's good which has got your back kind of ironic because if you take that information so this is just the lore around her kind. So like the Jotun, for sure. example. It's not okay. necessarily her. Because what we'll see is her name uh, basically is related to mountains, physical terrain, earth and mass. And the point is, if you walk upon her, you are dwelling 
within her. You are inescapable, inescapable of her. She is all around, which is the opposite of that notion of a outside God looking in, which is what the Jotun in general are yes. thought to embody. She, okay. as Mother Earth, Yurt, is inescapable. You are within her. So that's the weird kind of context there typically this is not the case for a lot of jotun lore but for her specifically this is what was come up so she is how the ultimate helicopter mom she is you are within her (laughs) and of her and you will do as you're told that's right (laughs) (laughs) um so she is the daughter of not which is night and anar which they did not give me another word for <laughs> so oh, it's just good. you know um as i stated not she's anar. not in anar Nar. uh she's the mother of thor like i said and another god named Mili, also by odin and she is considered odin's bride and it is considered a great honor but i would also like to rehash the fact that again odin is seemingly happily married to frigg <laughs> it's just like greek mythology all over again (laughs) i yeah so i think in this in norse culture Mm -hmm. is nor yeah norse Mm -hmm. something i'm not sure what word i'm looking for but i feel like the idea of monogamy is not a strong theme right so like and that's also with like roman and greek correct gods same 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 exactly it's it's kind of it's kind of widely accepted in these yeah like, mythological kind of gods and goddesses realm <laughs> absolutely absolutely so as discussed briefly a moment ago yurth is still shared as a deity across modern pagan faiths according to historian ronald hutton in his book triumph of the moon a history of modern pagan witchcraft Yurth, along with Diana and Aphrodite, helped to influence and inspire modern-day conceptions of the goddess of Wicca. So, if you don't oh. know what, right. So, if you don't know what Wicca is, look it up. Apparently, they use these use Yurth and other common deities in their current faith practices. Cool. Uh, she is called Mother of Mankind, as assumed, because she's also Mother Earth and Mother Nature. Um, and in prayers and petitions in the Lord, she is, or lore, sorry, she is called upon as the mother of all the gods as well. And in particular can help find and access healing herbs, activating their maximum potential, which is what these pagan faiths, um, I guess, use in their practices is my understanding. So you're taking from the earth with this, which is yurt and trying mm-hmm. to maximize the healing properties from her as mother goddess, right? Got it. Um, and so this is why a lot of the times you'll see a lot of northern paganisms uh, inseparable and kind of intertwining with environmentalism and activism because it's all from the earth of the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a mm-hmm. lot of those that practice do a lot with environmental um, cause and effect and activism in those areas, which I think is really interesting and cool that it's still being used in modern day and still very highly um, celebrated in a way. Definitely. You know? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but that's that's her. So that's Yurth uh, in a nutshell. <laughs> I like Yurth. I like that's her. Fun. Yeah. I think she's cool. Um, 
I don't really, I don't practice any of that, obviously, but I do think it's interesting how intertwined they are. I didn't realize the connection. Um, yeah. But it is cool. I, I do like it. It is. I like it too. Very uh, nice. Yeah. Good job, Kirsten. Um, however, <laughs> we're going to need a break because the next half, the Greek origins is significantly more messy than this was. And I feel like this was a little messy. <laughs> it's a little it's a little bit yeah Yeah. but we'll we'll get through it it'll be fine all right we'll see you guys on the other side congratulations you've made it to the ad segment of the podcast don't worry the podcast is now thankfully halfway over and we think you'll have what it takes to push through to the end you got this we completely understand if you have to bow out for now but if you do make sure to come back at some point to try and finish what you started or not that's also fine. If you got what it takes to continue, we know you do. Keep listening so you can get this over with and be sure to tune in to future mediocre, mediocre content. content. Welcome back, everybody. Um, <laughs> we just had new boots scooting in my crutes. Oh my I'm just going to repeat it for people that might be wanting to know. Oh my God. But the phrase, don't put stuff in my crock hole, definitely came up in this past conversation. It was literally within 10 seconds after hitting not recording or don't record or in recording. I don't know what Basically, we need to know how you feel about Crocs because we (laughs) are not Croc people. And I would just like to say that (sighs) the people who are wearing Crocs in the medical field, (laughs) you are living your life on the edge. And not a good edge at all. (laughs) I understand that there are pairs of Crocs that are specifically made for the medical field and they don't have the little holes on top. But I can count... Mm-hmm. Several people at my work that wear Crocs with the holes in them. And I'm Mm-mm. like, ma'am, you are asking for an for issue. Trouble. Yeah, You're asking disgusting. for an issue. They're like, cause it just takes one time for some blood or guts <laughs> or something to go through your crock holes. Your and- whole crock hole. <laughs> Don't put stuff in my crock hole. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're coming in with that kind of energy oh, for the second man. half. So buckle up. <laughs> to be fair, it started with <laughs> <laughs> the goodwill heat in the jutes <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants jean boots okay nobody wants croc boots nobody wants Cruits. jean croots <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants those you came here for a woman empowering podcast oh, and we no. brought you croots <laughs> no but <laughs> no but we it originally started <sighs> because i said that the so we we talked about how the norse mother earth it yaneth is actually spelled it's you o-r-d <laughs> like jord which i was like jord. oh it's like jorts and then you were like jutes and then i was jord. like Prince, and then it just like went off the deep end it's definitely derailed so hard <laughs> i don't want to talk about jord either i want to segue into gaia now please <laughs> all right moving right along <laughs> I need to compose myself all right we're now talking about the Greek origins of Mother Nature slash Earth, and we are talking about Gaia. 
who unfortunately was not prominently displayed in any of the mythological pieces that I was looking into. It's kind of like she had her moment and then everybody else's moment took over and they're like, Oh yeah, you birthed some people. And I feel that as a woman, um, I felt (laughs) not that I've birthed anybody, but I feel like women do things and then it's just like, all right, but let's move forward. Right. Like as soon as you have a baby, it's like, Oh, well, not that I have any experience in that field, right. but like <clears throat> it's all, it's always about the baby afterwards. It's never about right. how are you feeling? How is right. your, how are you healing when after are you this having traumatic another? thing that happened to you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I felt that without having to actually experience that because I feel like that's still a modern day take on birthing <laughs> anyway. True. All right. <laughs> so she does remain a sacred figure to ancient Greeks. However, um, she was believed to have been the original Oracle at Delphi and eventually would pass the role to her great grandson, Apollo. Oh, yes. Fun oh. facts. Apollo makes an entrance as her great grandson. <laughs> we know Delphi. him. Yeah. We've seen him before. In addition, oaths were often sworn in her name and were seen as the most serious oaths that you could portray um because she's more goddess. than a pinky swear people a this is a big percent. deal <laughs> some silly energy in here today i, <laughs> I think it's because we had to pull double duty but that's fine it's fine <laughs> so her story is that she bore the titans and giants from her union with <clears throat> uranus who is the god of the sky she would <laughs> don't laugh at uranus <laughs> I'm moving on. Get out of here with your ridiculous behavior. I'm moving on to Kronos. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> she also eventually bore Kronos, god of time, who fathered the chief god Zeus with his titan sister Rhea. We're not going back to Uranus. You said <laughs> she <laughs> bore the titan. <laughs> Just no. my brain reread it as you were rereading it her union with uranus oh my god i didn't realize it said it like that now i feel like yeah. i need to rephrase it you do I'm over here trying to be serious about Mother Earth. <laughs> You're over there laughing about a Uranus joke I didn't mean to write. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <clears throat> for all of those giggling, I just meant she, she bore people, okay? Uranus is the god of the sky. Okay? <laughs> Don't make it weird. <laughs> Moving okay. on. <laughs> I'm going to really try to get it together. Okay, get I'm it together. Oh, God. This has been like the best podcast recording ever, to be honest. <laughs> this is top tier stuff, you guys. <laughs> top tier. I can't wait for this to be like somebody's first listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> for us. And we're like, Crutes, Uranus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So if you missed the second half because you were giggling, giggling like a child, <laughs> she bore Cronus, god of time, important because then there's Zeus and Rhea. Okay, 
this is important for just a little bit of background here. All right, so Gaia herself was said to have formed spontaneously from a void and formed Uranus out of primordial mists to cover herself and to appease her loneliness. It's sad and lonely being a void, okay, by yourself. So she had to make make some friends. She made she made Uranus. <laughs> she also fashioned other deities on her I'm own. Doing it on purpose. I'm really trying to contain my giggles, and yeah. I can't do it. It's hard. You've made it a oh thing my now. My brain didn't compute it till you said it. Do you so. know? Do you know? Do you know <clears throat> my sixth grade science teacher? Oh no! Shout out, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> um, he made us instead of saying Uranus because he knew mm-hmm. that we were a bunch of immature sixth graders. And clearly, still, really, clearly, nothing has changed. <laughs> No. Um, he made us say Uranus instead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like it's worse. <laughs> and the, the other thing is, is that if we said mm-hmm. Uranus by accident, mm-hmm. because that's like what the planet is called, yeah. um, we would like, he would take a point from our class and like, <gasps> he had a whole thing where it was like, he had different point Excuse- systems. What was yeah. his name again? Mr. Johnson. Excuse me, Mr. Johnson. That is ridiculous. And how dare you? Uh, I need to get all of Blair's points back because I guarantee she said Uranus at least once. <laughs> I was too scared to speak. She was too stunned to speak. She, she was Give not... her points for trying. <laughs> ridiculous. So um, anyway. <clears throat> all right. Well, continue. We're good. We're doing good. Guys, lonely. Fine. She made Uranus. She's unlonely. And then she also fashioned aphrodite goddess of love <laughs> oh we love aphrodite yeah she's she great a, she a true queen All she right. is um you know what we should have done her too oh well mm-hmm. we'll move forward we'll do another one all right so according to the classic myth again for context the reason Cronus is important is because he broke gaia's heart super rude um by castrating and attempting to slay uranus <laughs> so rude so Gaia, rude. I know. So Gaia then told Cronus that because of his wicked deed, his own son, again, this is Zeus. So Cronus's own son would someday do the same to him. Again, castration and then slay. And not the slay, but like the ouch slay. To prevent that fate from coming to pass, Cronus decided to just eat everyone. Um, which is great. Eventually, though, Rhea was able to deceive Kronos, Rhea is Zeus's sister, and protect one of her children, uh, which gave Zeus uh, time to go over to Gaia to be raised. And basically, Zeus became so powerful that he cut open Kronos' stomach, freeing all of his brothers and sisters and becoming god of Olympus. So that's great for Zeus. But I would like to reiterate that without Gaia, none of this would have happened in the first place. (laughs) I think that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> so, guy is great. Raised Zeus. Zeus freed all his friends and family. And now, Gaia is considered Mother Earth to us and <laughs> to everyone else. Got it. Um. So, as reiterated, she created herself from primordial chaos, from a void, from her fertile womb, all life sprang, and unto Mother Earth, all living things must return. It's kind of like that from dust were born and to dust we shall return i don't remember who which yeah yeah. it's kind of like that kind of feeling um she personifies the entire ecosystem of planet earth uh and mother nature is always working to achieve and maintain harmony wholeness and balance within the environment it's considered uh, a healer a nurturer supporter of life obviously 
uh, and ultimately all life and health depend on her. And they say, and time, nature heals all ills. And that's just referring to her being this nurturer, supporter of life. Got it. Got it. Um, Very the, nice. I know. It's so cute. Uh, the way of Mother Gaia is the passive fem- feminine, a yin way of healing. Um, and it states, all we need to do to regain our health is return to the bosom of Mother Nature and live in accordance with her laws. And if you don't, that's bad news for you. Uh, <laughs> you will mm. not be healing. <laughs> that's for sure. In the 1960s, James Lovelock um, formulated the Gaia hypothesis, and this states that all life and all living things on the planet are part of a single, all-encompassing global entity or consciousness, in this case, Gaia. And it is the global consciousness of Mother Gaia that makes the planet capable of supporting this life while our neighboring planets and solar systems are apparently barren and lifeless, which... I don't know about mm. that 100%. Like, you know, like, it's a theory. It's a circle. Of <laughs> no, no, I know you just watched that meeting, the whole movie, but you need to get out of it. I know. That's the vibe, though. It is very much the vibe. The thing is, it's a hypothesis. And as true, as, as know, we know, as we know, hypothesis <laughs> is, is they're not need to be tested. Right. Correct. <clears throat> um, However, through this global consciousness, through Mother Gaia, all living things on the planet from their most primordial instincts are constantly interacting with their environment to ensure the harmony, balance, and continuity of life. However, given global warming at the moment, I don't know that we're doing a great job (laughs) with the environmental pieces on the table. I don't think we're doing very well. Side eye. Side eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So living in a balance with mother nature means health and healing are yours. Violating her laws, of course, would then throw this out of balance and suffering, disease, sadness. In this sense, all medicine and healing can be seen as a system of ecology. Oh, my goodness. My mouth. Ecology. um, Because you're getting medicine and healing from mother earth this is similar i think to yurt uh in that she is seen as the physical embodiment of the earth and therefore anything you take or receive from the earth medical herbs etc you're just maximizing her powers of healing and nurturing and life support so right 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 um and with all of that i am winded and out of topic information (laughs) (laughs) there (laughs) but i like this because it's like again it's the obscure it's not it's not uh you know a it's physical the divine person, female you know, energy cr- which is just a beautiful thing to say honestly i agree <laughs> i love I agree. that i i love it too i think i think this is really it's a good thing to talk about it's yeah. fun mm-hmm. it's mythology mm-hmm. which is always a fun thing to talk about and confusing. and <clears throat> a little bit confusing mm-hmm. but fun And I think generally it's just nice to, you know, remind ourselves to respect the environment in which we Hmm. live. I would agree because apparently she's inescapable. So don't be taking her off. Okay. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, not 100% sure about the whole barren, lifeless wasteland and other solar systems. Like, I feel like that's a little bit of a reach. 
uh, it was the 1960s though. <laughs> yeah. They didn't go to the moon until 1969, I think. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we're doing our best, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I have. I love it. Thank you so much for bringing Your that to us. Obscurity is on its way. As <laughs> our jutes. <laughs> well, can you uh, let them know uh, where to send yes. all the all the yes, goodies? <laughs> yes. Um, comment down below if you made it this far, and your comment <laughs> if you've made it this far can be jutes. All right, <laughs> or crutes, um, or crutes. Take your pick. Please anyway. don't say crockle. <laughs> Valid, but we won't accept it. All right. Please send us an email with any questions, comments, possibly concerns, uh, or <laughs> episode topic suggestions at mediocrecontentpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at mediocre squawks. Um, or you can follow us on Instagram at mediocre content podcast. And we will most definitely see you next week with a little bit less of an abstract topic. <laughs> True. No shade or anything, but like, Not at all. It, if you're looking for an actual woman, right, to no. yes. celebrate during <laughs> the Women's History Month, then next week is the week for you. Absolutely, we'll see you then. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>